0: Welcome to The Shiv Show, where we are all about people getting to know people. We are here to humanize the individual behind their brand and share their story with the world, with, of course, a few laughs in the mix. Now, it's time for your host, Australia's most Canadian podcaster, and just like the knife, Shivrat. Yes, 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 and one more yes. Guys, we are back. This feels so good. The Shiv Show is back in action, and this is what I have been missing. Holy crap, we're back. (laughs) Guys, listen, a big thanks to everyone who's been messaging me, calling me, emailing me, bunch of stalkers. Listen, the podcast is back again, all right? We're starting it. (laughs) Um, Listen, sometimes you just need to take a little break and and reflect and unwind, and and that's what I did. I had so much going on with the move. I moved from Sydney, Australia, to Melbourne, Australia. Um, Funny enough, I'm back in Sydney, Australia, but that's for another day. I published my first book. I took some time off to publish this book. And listen, we're almost at 3,000 copies. So thank you. I had to prioritize things to make sure things were getting done outside of the podcast. But we are back. The Shiv Show is back. And I wanted to start off by saying two words. Two very important words, actually. And they are, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Listen, you know, I, I don't even know where to start, but I... I say this all the time. I'm just a kid from Brampton. I'm just a kid from Toronto that uh, decided to put some thoughts on paper throughout the years and ended up publishing it and you know I came out with one mission, and that mission was to help one person if this book or podcast or whatever I was doing could help one person, I've done my job, and you know I've had hundreds of emails from people around the globe telling me how much I've helped them or what chapter they liked or you know they read through this part and it really helped them. You know a lot of people disagreed but a lot of people agreed and it's it's amazing to get that feedback. So guys, thank you so much. It means the world to me that people are actually hearing this voice, that are reading my words and um, you know it's helping them in, in their life. So thank you so much. So this podcast is a bit different. Like I said, I had hundreds of emails coming in from people around the globe asking different questions about the book. Uh, so what I wanted to do is go over a few of those questions. And guys, this won't be the longest podcast. Um, I wanted to go over some of my favorites, though, and uh, and talk about them. So jumping right in, the first one, funny enough, and I thought it'd be uh, funny to start off with this, but it is, what is the regular effect? So it obviously came from someone who didn't read the uh, didn't read the book. But if I could summarize it in one sentence... The regular effect is society 's idea of normality driven into our minds from a young age, and what I mean by that is the norm is to do things a certain way and the reason I called it the regular effect is because growing up we're kind of we 're kind of taught that the regular way is the way that we should do things um, and you know our parents may have taught that the school system the educational system may have taught us that but it was only until I became an adult that I started challenging that. I mean, I was, in personality-wise, I was completely different. And I'll go into this in another question, but, you know, my personality was completely different than it was today because I followed the regular way. So, anyway, if you want to get more information, hit me up, shiv at shivrad.com, or get a copy of the book, and uh, you'll get some more. Oh. Second question is, uh, what did you, f- oh, I love this one. <laughs> When did you first realize you wanted to be a writer, and what makes you an author? And uh, I did have a lot of friends ask me this question, like, Shiv, man. That's yeah, because that's how all my friends speak. Hey, Shiv, uh, what makes you an author, man? What, what, what makes you think you're an author? Listen, uh, I'll say this. I mean, if you look at J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter, author of Harry Potter, she's, she's amazing and probably one of my favorite authors. Did she know she was an author before she wrote on a piece of paper? I don't think so, I don't think you're born, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna uh, I'm an author. starting from today I'm an author. no, you actually have to put pen to paper. That's how you become an author. So when did I first realize I wanted to become a writer? I actually didn't um, you know, throughout the weight loss it actually started then, and this is maybe six, seven, eight years ago, uh, I started training a lot of friends and training a lot of people. And they started telling you, man, you should really write down your story. You should really write down things. And, and, and you know, the advice you give is really good for working out or mindset. Uh, you should really write this down. And, and I remember my dad always wanted to write a book. And he started writing one. So I started writing my ideas down. And, and anyway, you know, fast forward eight years, it became, became a published book. So I'm very happy about that. Um, another question was, what makes you, what's, sorry, what's wrong with being normal? Excuse me while I sip my tea. Hashtag peppermint, hashtag twinnings. Um, what's wrong with being normal? Nothing, there's nothing wrong with being normal. And the way I stated in the book is, listen, if you follow society's way of doing things from, from the day you're born till the day you die, that's fine. That's fine. What I challenge is, I mean, the things that you can accomplish if you step out of that path. If you walk that straight line all your life, you you know, cool, you'll you'll succeed. That's great. But what happens if you go left or what happens if you go right? You don't know until you actually do it. So that's my way of challenging it. In the book, there's a straight line. You can do the squiggly line if you want. That's kind of what I do because I think, you know, you have to have that sort of foundation, which is that straight line. Um, But, you know, I tend to step out of that very often. (laughs) um as as people who know me personally will uh would, would say now why did I write this book and to be honest it started off as a weight loss sort of book I wanted to write a book about weight loss and a book about how I did it and I started thinking that all right well you know if I just write a a book about losing weight then Am I actually helping that person? And, and yes, the, the, the short answer is yes, I am helping that person. But what if I can also help them with their mindset? I mean, like I said earlier, my personality was different. I went from being the extreme introvert. And I'm talking extreme. I'm talking, wouldn't speak to a lot of people. You know, I had some friends in high school. And yeah, that was, that was all good. But if you put me in front of someone or in front of a girl, ooh. That shit's scary. Or in front of a in front of a class to speak, I was so scared. Everything would get sweaty. I would would just literally turn into that introvert. And it wasn't until I lost weight that everything changed. And it wasn't the the just losing the weight. It wasn't the clothing. It wasn't the attire. But it was mind, and it was a confidence. And I wanted to write a book that really really helped people and readers understand that when you lose weight you yes you lose weight but you gain so much by it you gain the confidence you gain the ability to go out and speak to people you gain the ability to go out and help people I'm not saying that if you didn't lose weight you can't do that but it really opened up a different path for me and that's why I wanted to write this book was to help people and like I said at the very beginning if I could help one person just one person, I've done my job. Uh, do I read my book reviews or do I stray away from the bad ones? Um, and what's your toughest criticism? So I guess I'll answer that in part. Do I read my book reviews? Absolutely yes. I read every single one of them. Um, there are actually some websites where reviews are on there that I didn't even know until the friend pointed out. They're all pretty good. <laughs> um, do I stray away from the bad ones? No, and if I did, I'd be ashamed of myself. Listen, you learn from these sort of people. Everybody everybody's entitled to their opinion. I didn't write this book so every single person can go and love it and rave about it. But this is my first book. Nothing is ever perfect. This podcast is not perfect. This book is not perfect. Everything that I do is not perfect. But how would I know if I didn't release it? If I didn't push anything out, but didn't push any content out? What you do and you do these things is you open yourself up To this criticism, and that's a powerful thing, and I think that's it's a very strong thing for people to do. Um, Yes, I think personality-wise, you have to be, you have to have a strong personality, because some people say some mean shit. Telling you, some people say some mean shit. I've had people talk about, uh, you know, my face is on the cover of my book, and I had people say, "Man, this guy's ugly." Um, You know, I had someone email me calling me a terrorist. Um, just, you know, you have to deal with these ignorant people, but again, you open yourselves up to this criticism when you put yourself out there. So anyway, moral story, guys, put yourself out there. Um, toughest criticism was that my book was too short. (laughs) Uh, that was one. I should have actually made it longer and I did cut a few things out. Um, but toughest, toughest criticism is a lot of people didn't like the, when I say a lot, a few actually, but quite a few didn't like the writing style. They said it was too chilled, it was too nonchalant, it was, um, you know, it wasn't uh, the most professional book they've ever read. And listen, I agree, my writing style is is Shivy's writing style, I'm pretty chilled. If you guys know me personally, I'm a pretty chilled out guy. So my writing style is different and I didn't want to wear a mask and for people that know me personally, they know that I don't like wearing a mask at all, and I, and what I mean by that is I don't believe, you know, work shiv should be different than home shiv, should be different than gym shiv, should be different than author shiv. The shiv you're listening to now is the shiv you get whether you're listening listening or reading my book, um, and so yes, it's criticism, and I love it, and you know what it it gives me ammo for my next book. Or the next project that I'm working on. So listen, guys, everybody who out there who has given me tough criticism, thank you so much. Except the asshole who called me terrorist. You need to go back to school. Um, <laughs> do you ever think of writing a fiction book? I got to tell you a backstory, actually. And it starts with Audible. So I'm a big Audible guy. And I was literally only listening to nonfiction and business books. And, you know, it, it, I love that stuff. But a friend told me that I should listen to Harry Potter. And the first thing I said was, shh, nah. I'm not a four-year-old child. Now, you know, ignorant me, I guess. I started doing a lot of research online of best audiobooks. You know, I had these audible credits. I was balling with the credits. I wanted to do something different. And I, uh, <laughs> every single list that i looked at the top books were harry potter harry potter harry potter and and uh actually one lady i work with from work she was saying that listen you gotta listen to harry potter just give it a shot i guarantee you'll fall in love and i'm like no no i'm not gonna do it listen hand on heart i'll tell you guys right now i am the biggest harry potter fan i think i smashed seven of those books in three months um you know, and if you guys have listened to those books, they're 30, 30 hours long. I have I fell in love with those books. And the reason why was because I think that it made me a way more creative person. It opened up that right side of my brain, the creative side of my brain, that quite frankly, I haven't used since I was a child. I haven't used my imagination since I was a child because you know we grow up and we're adults and adults aren't supposed to do that stuff. But it literally opened up the right side of my brain, it brought me back to Shivi's childhood, which I absolutely loved. So sorry to go back to this question. Do I ever think of writing a fiction book? The answer is absolutely hell yes. And I already have uh, a couple characters in mind. Um, and I'm working on that as we speak. Is this book your best accomplishment? Um. Yeah, you know, I put it up there. I, I put it up there. And, and again, the reason why is my dad was writing a book and, and obviously he passed away before he could ever publish it. And, you know, I look at this by saying, you know what, dad, I fulfilled your dream and I fulfilled one of my dreams, too. So, yeah, you know what? It is one of my best accomplishments. Um, yeah, we can expand on that, but I'll leave that for another podcast. Now, this is a good question. Um, I love this one, actually. It's uh, in the book. You talk about losing weight quickly. But it's not that easy for everyone because we have lives. (laughs) Um, Listen, I guess I don't have a life. It might seem like that. But, uh, you know, that goes back to time. And sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I do, actually. It's stupid. Um, All right. I lost weight. I lost about 150 pounds, which is 70-ish, maybe 65 to 70 kilos in 11 months. Very snap quick, right? Everybody, maybe everyone cannot do that. A couple things to keep in mind. The more overweight you are, the easier it is to lose weight, right? I was literally doing no activity, absolutely nothing. I was eating crap. I was drinking crap, just doing nothing. And I started moving and I started eating a bit healthy. And you know what? 11 months later, I lost a shit ton of weight, but I put in work every single day. So if you come to me and tell me that you have a life, I'm going to tell you, you don't prioritize your health. And I know it sounds harsh. I know it sounds very harsh to a lot of listeners, but you have to prioritize your health because without health, you don't have anything. And if you come to me and tell me that you don't have time to do anything, I will tell you exactly what I tell a lot of people the pre- Obama when he was the President of the United States he found time to work out six times a week so if you're telling me that you're more busy than the President of the United States alright cool that's a good excuse but I don't think you're more busy than POTUS all right? so listen find some time prioritize and I guarantee you you will feel better, you will look better, and your life will be better. Um, this is a good one. Do I look at writing as a spiritual pastime? Absolutely, yes. I do miss writing. I love, I miss this podcast thing. And like I said at the very beginning, I, I miss this so much. But writing to me, for some reason, and, and maybe some other writers out there can um, can agree. When I write, I, I picture me in the spotlight with just darkness around me, and just me on the light. And I block out all the crap, I block out all the noise around me, and it's just me and this computer, or me and this pen and this paper. And it sounds weird, but, you know, think of something that you're passionate about. Think of something that you do that you love. And it's literally just you and that thing. And, And that's how I feel when I write. I feel like when I'm very stressed out, I just like to write a few things down, whether it's typing it on my phone or, you know, busting on my laptop really quickly and just making a note. But to me, it feels like, all right, I had this issue. I write it down and we'll get into positivity, I think, at the very end of this, because I want to bring something up. <laughs> um, but yes, definitely, I look, at, I look at writing as a spiritual pastime. And uh, if you didn't think you were a writer, which I never thought I was a writer, give it a shot. I mean, no harm. Give it a shot. Take 10 minutes tomorrow after you listen to this podcast and try to write something. Write a story. Write about your day. And just tell me, you know, email me, shivitshivrad.com. Tell me how you feel. Message me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. I'd like to know. I'm actually curious about that. So let me know. Now, this is a good question. Why is networking such an important topic? It is easy for an extrovert. All right. Like I said at the very beginning, I was not an extrovert. I wasn't born an extrovert. No one's ever born an extrovert. We developed these things. I was the most introverted guy in the world. But I changed. I changed because I became more confident. I changed because I wanted different things in my life and I had different goals. Right? Nothing is wrong with being an introvert. In fact, every extrovert needs their introverted time. And I'd like an extrovert to challenge me on that. Because I've challenged many people. And that is the conclusion. Every single person that you see as an extrovert. Probably likes their introverted time. They probably like their alone time. You know why? Because they need it. They're switched on all the time. You know, they're probably at the forefront of of, of a few things. Group projects. Work projects. Presentations. Uh, Sometimes you just need to, to lay low. And reflect and become an introvert, even though you're an extrovert. I, th- I think it's very important. I love I love my introverted time. I consider myself an extrovert, but I also love my quiet time, and my girlfriend respects that. My friends respect that. My family respects that. Um, so yeah, definitely. Now, going back to networking, and, and I guess this ties into the next question, but why is networking such an important topic in this book? Because I truly believe that meeting people and creating connections is one of the most important things in life. And I say this all the time, a meaningful relationship or meaningful relationships is what I look for. You know, I, I have a lot of coworkers, and a lot of them are really good friends of mine. And, and I look at it as saying, if I was to leave this company tomorrow or if they were to leave this company tomorrow... Would we still be friends? And and the answer is usually yes, because we don't just create a relationship to work together at work. We create a meaningful, we develop a meaningful relationship so we can be friends along the line. And I think that is very, very important. Whether you're at work or at the gym or, I'm not saying be best friends with everybody because you can't, it just it's impossible. But I think it's very important to develop relationships because you never know you never know when you're going to need that person or when that person is going to need you you know what if what if you're speaking to someone at the gym you see them often um and you know that that helps with their stress i mean it happens it happens for me definitely i see a lot of people that i see at the gym and they probably don't realize the impact that they have on my life but they have a big impact now what's next for me and like I said, this this fiction book is is looking really cool. It's probably a couple of years out. I got a couple of characters. I'm I'm thinking about it, and and I got to thank J.K. Rowling. As funny as that is, I know it's a it's a it's a podcast, and I'm thanking the the author of Harry Potter. But um, she's really she's really opened up my mind to to thinking creatively. And I got to thank her for that. Maybe if I can ever find her email or something, I'll send her a note. Um, but. Yeah, you know, the, the fiction book is something that I'm working on next. And, and there's multiple things that I'm working on next. I mean, I'm never really not doing anything and apart from my downtime, which is usually writing, funny enough. Because that's, again, like I said, uh, my pastime. But uh, definitely, definitely that fiction book. And maybe part two of the regular effect. Uh, I don't want to be spinning too many plates. You know, I got a full-time job as well. So, you know, obviously spending a lot of time passionate about that side of my life as well. So spending time, equal amount of time on both. Now, I wanted to talk about something that I, got, I get a lot of emails about and a lot of friends be, uh, you know, they, they, be, they be making fun of me. Um, you know, it's, it's about positivity. And a lot of times people have said to me, Shiv, you're, you're unrealistically positive. Like, you just can't be positive all the time, man. Like, it's not healthy for you. Um, You're so happy all the time. I don't understand why. Like, life happens. Things happen in life. Um, You can't be so positive all the time. Listen, I think I'm an extremely positive person. But in no way am I positive all the time. What I will say, though is I think I have the ability to get over things a lot quicker than many people out there. Um, You know, in the book, I talk about my dad. And, you know, he passed away, obviously, almost five years now. And that's one of the hardest things. I mean, losing a parent is the hardest thing. And and not just losing a parent. My dad was like my best friend. So, you know, in, in a second, I lost my best friend. I lost my father. And I had to move on with life. And it switched to me. Because, I, again, I realized that, you know, he wouldn't want me sitting here crying and, and, and pausing my life until I can finally understand and, and, and accept that he's gone. My dad was, you think I'm positive, my dad was ten times more positive than me. He was the most joyful guy you'll ever meet. Can light up a room when he walked in. And he would never want that. For, he would never want me to dwell and sit there and cry. And and you know what? I always reflect back hard decisions to my dad and my dad passing away. Like I've gotten over, I've gotten over it. But I've I've been through that in a positive way. I can go through anything. You know, I moved to Australia not knowing anyone. I got through it. I'm surviving. I think I'm doing okay. Hope you guys think so as well. Um, when I look at problems and I look at what people go through, and I think of the actual problems in the world. And I don't mean to preach. And sorry if I'm sounding preachy, everybody. But when I look at the problems in the world, I think of, man, like, we have, we really do have first world problems. Like, you know, I'll hear some friends say, man, oh, you know, I, I got a parking ticket the other day. Like, oh, shit, man. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. No, man, it's just a parking ticket, right? Like, fight it or pay it. Like, I mean, just make a decision. Fight it. Pay it. Done. Move on. Oh, man, shit! I just, yeah, I don't know what to do. Like. You know, I just moved into this, this role, you know, two months ago and, and I'm getting a bit bored. I just want to move on. No, man, like pay your dues, right? Like pay your dues, fight it. If you're getting bored, cool. Go look for another job. Create, create an opportunity for you, right? Create an opportunity for you. Nothing's, nothing's a handout in this life. Um, so I guess the moral of this is, yes, I'm a very positive person. I'm also a very realistic person. I know issues happen. There are so many things that happen. But I get over things very easily because there's a bigger picture here. There's a lot more problems in the world. I'd rather spend my time and effort helping people in need rather than helping somebody get over the, the trauma of getting a freaking parking ticket. I'm sorry. Again, harsh. This is the Shiv Show, though. This is what we do. So I wanted to end off quickly by uh, answering this question. And what, what current books are you reading right now? So I've just finished quite a few i got to say, Sapiens, this is the third time I've read it twice, not in its entirety, but I'm listening to it on Audible, and it's changed the game. It's about humanity, the origin of humanity. It's amazing. If you guys haven't read it or listened to it, give it a shot. I love it. Uh, I can't make this up. Kevin Hart, if you're looking for a laugh, I'm listening to this at the gym, guys, and I'm laughing. And for my buddies that work out with me, they know that if I laugh, I lose all my strength. So it's actually pretty dangerous at the gym, <laughs> but it's, it's uh it's a really really good book. Uh, David Goggins wrote a book called Can't Hurt Me. I loved it. The Audible version is amazing because he does a podcast pretty much after every after pretty much during every chapter, and he doesn't narrate it. One of his buddies does, but obviously his buddy interviews him on the podcast after every chapter. I loved it. Um, Becoming by Michelle Obama, highly, highly, highly recommended. Uh, Own the Day, Aubrey Marcus, my boy Aubrey. Absolutely loved your book. I've read it twice. Um, I'll finish off with this one. Actually, two more. The Tattooist of Auschwitz. It is very deep. It's very confronting. And it's very true. Please read that book. And The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Guys, I've read this book three times in a row because... It was freaking ridiculous. Three times in a row. Absolutely loved it. Um, There's really good lessons about family in there. uh, Really good lessons about relationships. Um, I I just, I thought it was great. I'm probably going to read it for a fourth and fifth time because the lessons in there are so good. Anyway, guys, while we've been 27, 28 minutes, listen, I didn't want it to be this long, but shivy talks, that's what I do. Thank you so much for listening, guys. You know, Shivy is back. If you have any ideas for the podcast, send them through shiv at shivrad.com. Check out my website, www.shivrad.com. Get ready for some more podcasts. Get ready for some more blogs. Get ready for some more articles and get ready for some more fun. Thank you guys so much. I love you. You have been amazing. See you soon.